It is Free Talk Live, where you're invited to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is on your mind. 603-283-6160 if you would like to do that. Again, that number 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Joa. And coming up, some more details have emerged about the FBI intrusion on, I don't like calling it a raid, the FBI intrusion on Donald Trump's estate at Mar-a-Lago. It's not a huge update. It's just some interesting uh, revelations that are continuing to come about as you know more and more news develops. Also, as we wanted to get into yesterday but, yesterday, but we got distracted a bit, Republicans are finally getting on board with the notion of defunding the police, at least ostensibly, right? Or at least in regard to the FBI. Suddenly they understand that, you know, the police... The FBI, this police state apparatus, it may in fact be a little bit out of control and it may be time to do something about it. And maybe the politicians they don't like might be able to utilize them for things they don't like. You know, if, if you're living under a rock, uh, breaking news, police are out of control. Yeah, it's it's sad to even think that it's necessary for adults to have to have this pointed out to them that if you create this this power system, it can be used against you. Absolutely. But somehow the the Republicans managed to just completely miss that. And of course, we're seeing it play out now with this IRS nonsense. I haven't been paying any attention to it beyond, you know, the memes on Facebook and Twitter about how they're hiring 80,000 something new IRS agents or something to that effect. Have either of you seen anything about this? Yeah, just that they hired 87,000 new IRS agents. Well, they haven't hired them yet. They're, mm. they're in the process of hiring. The Senate has approved a nearly $80 billion bill in IRS funding with more than half of it for enforcement. I just I thought about it whenever I see this uh, idea that there's 87,000 new employees. I, um, one thing I wondered is, are they going to be able to find that many people who want to be IRS enforcement agents? I mean... It, they must be able to, but it just is shocking to me. I wonder how many of those IRS agents actually were hired just to, you know, track the taxes of all the new IRS agents. You know what I mean? Like, you know, businesses have to hire new employees to deal with the taxes. Hmm. This is, <laughs> what if they have to hire employees just to deal with their taxes? I don't know what they're doing, but they I, I can't imagine it's too difficult for them to find employees. Um, my uncle works for the IRS, and he tried getting me to work for them doing IT, and it created a few issues at family gatherings way back in the day because I was like, no, I'm not going to do that because I don't approve of what you people do, Right. <laughs> which led him to say, well, what do you mean? What, what do you mean you don't approve of what we do? And I'm like, well, you're stealing from people. I mean, you're, you're literally a, a thug breaking people's kneecaps if they don't pay your extortion fees. And you justify this somehow with your mental gymnastics, but no, I don't approve of any aspect of it. it what's so weird about um, my sister's boyfriend also works for the IRS. Anytime I say something to my sister about like, how can he do that? He's such a nice person. And I, I don't understand how he does that or why you are dating him and think it's fine. And she would always be like, he knows that it's like bad, but he needs to have a job. Something like that. You know, like he, somehow she she says that whenever she says something bad to him, he, you know, says something like maybe jokes around like that it's like not a job he wants to have forever and it's not good but but how can you possibly do that and just think it's fine but but that guy that robbed the bank the other day i mean he has a family to feed (laughs) yep (laughs) why would they ever switch to a different job with all of the government benefits and things that these people get they they get an amazing pension and job security is incredible because as long as the u.s government exists 
they will continue to have a job. Uh, and with the IRS, they'll, they'll always be hiring. It's 80,000 people right now, but give it two or three years and it's going to be 80,000 more and then 120,000. They're never going to have enough IRS agents to collect the amount of revenue no. that they feel they want to collect. Well, they, they might if they if they outnumber us. So they have 51% of the country are IRS agents. Then maybe they can actually rule over us. Well, then the there's not enough want. money for them to collect. <laughs> yeah, but they're they not going to figure that out. <laughs> you know, I think my sister's boyfriend might be a really good, like, character study of an irs agent because he is a super pushover type like his mom bullies him he is just like never good enough for his parents his brother is the good one and he has such low self-esteem my sister cheats on him all the time (laughs) and she's like left him for grosser older guys and then he's like begged her to come back and she did things like that he's such a pushover he has no self-respect so that's why i could see some that's the type of person i could (laughs) see working for the irs and just making excuses like i just am following orders they're telling me what to do whatever I want to meet your family, Bonnie. Mm -hmm. It sounds sounds like an adventure. But I mean, the IRS recently set a record for tax collections. The the federal IRS did. Uh, It's even hard to to process this number. Four trillion, more than four trillion dollars in tax collections. Uh, For the first 10 months of fiscal year 2022, that was up. Five hundred billion ish dollars. There are so many zeros in this article that it's really difficult to read. It just gargantuan numbers that are beyond anyone's comprehension, right? Like even a million is beyond anyone's realistic comprehension. And all it, we know is it's a large number. The the obvious thing is is like, well, we all know why are they why are we doing why are they doing this? Like why are they adding all these people uh to the the payroll of the IRS? But it's like they should be realizing that there's a lot less money out there to collect because of inflation. What are they thinking? Well, no, there's more money to collect because of inflation. Oh, I, I see what you're saying. And yeah, inflation is just an increase in the money supply. Yeah, so yeah, but that inflation causes not to save. So it's, you know, that's how I look at it. Like, you know, inflation is causing people less savings. Well, people weren't really saving in the United States anyway. Something like two-thirds of Americans sure. were living paycheck to paycheck and yeah. drowning in debt and things like that. Is it worse, to that, worse than that now? Because two-thirds is a lot. I The last time we talked about it, it was a few months ago, and I think it was 62 63%, something along those lines. It was up from the previous number, whatever that was, which makes sense. You know, as inflation goes up and people pay higher and higher prices, there's a result of inflation and their wages aren't keeping pace with it, they're going to make less money and they're going to be more broke. Especially with the gas prices on the increase and all of this other nonsense going on. But yeah, so the federal government, more than $4 trillion stolen from people this year. And the IRS is planning to spend $45 billion to hire more IRS agents. And they're promising that this is totally not going to be used to target the middle America and the poor people. It's totally just going after the rich. These 80,000 employees are just targeting the 700-ish billionaires in the U.S. Well, that's ridiculous. Such a ridiculous claim. But didn't the IRS have something to do last year with the thing that came out that was like anytime you put a $600 or more thing into your bank account, you're going to get like investigated? That's not targeting that was, rich uh, people. That was one of the stimulus packages, right? Uh, under the Biden administration, I believe. Or that may have been the December Cares. one under the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one it was, but one of them, yes. It authorized that any digital payment like or any sort of 
digital transaction like Cash App or perhaps Venmo. depositing into a cash into a bank account or Venmo or something like that in the amount of six hundred dollars or more had to be reported to the IRS. So that's a really good point. It's pretty obvious. Of course, of course, we're not idiots. We know they're hiring these 80,000 agents to go after the little people. They're, they're not going after Wells Fargo and Donald Trump. Well, they are going after Donald Trump, but it's not over this nonsense. And a little IRS agent is not going to be going after Donald Trump. It's going to be like the director or yeah. you know, some sort of big entity. So the Democrats' spending plan moves closer to a House vote. One of the more controversial provisions, nearly $80 billion in IRS funding, has raised questions about who the agency may target for audits. IRS Commissioner Charles Reddick said these resources are absolutely not about increasing audit scrutiny on small businesses or middle American, middle-income Americans, he said in a recent letter to the Senate. And, I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I don't believe a word of what he just said. However, with the investment projected to bring in $203 billion in revenue, so their plan here is to spend $45 billion to enforce the insane IRS tax code, and somehow that's going to bring in $200 billion in revenue. But not even like in 2023 or anything like that. This is spanning 2022 to 2031, a nine-year period Somehow that's going to bring in $203 billion in revenue. Mm. And, you know, it's one of these future government plans. If we spend $50 billion today, we'll make $200 billion in 10 years. It'll never come to fruition. It's just going to be a larger boot on people's necks. But Six they have zero, families to feed. 603-283-6160. So are the people who are being robbed. It no, is no, no. Free I'm not talk talking about live. that. Talk live, and you're about to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is on your mind. 603 283 6160. If you would like to do that, I'm gonna number 603 283 6160. With you tonight, it's Aria, it's Bonnie, and Joa. And coming up, we're going to be talking about uh, Facebook giving the police information in order to prosecute people for getting abortions and in other abortion news, Kansas in a surprising move, has solidified people's rights to abortions. We're, I'm not entirely clear. We're going to be talking more about that coming up. But at the moment, we're talking about the IRS here and the insane plan from the government to spend $40 billion-ish, $45 billion, in order to somehow generate $200 billion in revenue over the next nine years. And it seems to me that if they really wanted to generate some amount of revenue, they could invest $45 billion in almost anything else. Right. And it would be somewhat successful because really that's, that's like a hundred, that's a 400, 500% increase, something along those lines. It's a lot of money, but if they just put that $45 billion in Bitcoin or something, they would probably do quite don't a lot give better. Them these ideas. I would yeah. rather them do what well, that's better than them stealing I know, from people. But don't, I don't want the government in on crypto or bitcoin or i do because they can't steal that from people they have to earn it true right true it smashes the entire robbery apparatus that they have in place that they're using to fund their wars right but they'll just print the money out of thin air to buy the bitcoin if they were yeah but that just drives up the value of bitcoin if they were like publicly openly in bitcoin instead of just like having the amount of bitcoin that they steal from people whenever they prosecute them i think that they're they would be making 
uh, it would be so annoying because anytime like the price went down, all the politicians would be like, Bitcoin is over, Bitcoin is over, and it'd be really annoying. Well, they like saying that. That's certainly true. Well, the biggest worry about this $40 billion in revenue that's being used for IRS enforcement is that the burden for these audits will land on Walmart shoppers, says Rep- Representative Kevin Brady. And it, how the hell do they not explain what he means by that? They just <laughs> left that quote there and carried Maybe on. Maybe he meant bit Walmart as in like he, he, someone who has to shop discount, like people who are oh, middle class. Because okay. at first I was like, why Walmart specifically? But I think he meant this isn't going to affect the people who shop at Whole Foods as much as the people who shop at Walmart. I, I think you're correct, and that's what he means, but it would have been really nice if CNBC to bother to point that out instead of just leaving that statement standing there by itself yeah. as though it made complete sense. Yeah, but see, Walmart's coming out with their own crypto coin. and Hopefully. And um, when it comes to Whole Foods, uh, you can you know, bit repay a gift card and go to Whole Foods. So you can already purchase. Well, I don't know, that with I don't know if this is well. a factor in it. You're gonna like gift um, gift cards. Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Both of them. Yeah. And yes. essentially, they're the same thing. Yep, they are. Overall, IRS audits have plunged by 44 percent between fiscal years 2015 and 2019, according to a 2021 report. While audits dropped by 75 percent for Americans making one million dollars or more, the percentage fell by only 33 percent for low to moderate income. People who claim the earned income tax credit. Good God. Can they hire someone who knows how to edit sentences? So people who made more than a million dollars received fewer audits or they received a greater reduction in the number of audits than people who were low and moderate income. So if you're low income or moderate income, the chance of you being audited went down by about 33%. But if you're a millionaire, it went down by about 75%. So keep that in mind when they say these 80,000 new agents aren't going to be auditing low and middle income tax people. My my same sister I was telling you about, uh, she was just an Uber Eats driver and maybe worked a couple waitressing jobs in uh, 2019 and she got audited like she was pretty poor. I I guess I want to make a point on that is that millionaire is that sort of what they're categorizing they seem to be already be very complacent on like a daily basis, whereas like the little guy can't accomplish that, so they have to you know come after him probably more often to check on their balance. I'm just trying to be able well, understanding the, to this. Like, I mean, I'm from you know the South where there's a lot of low and I mean mostly low income people, and all of the ones that I know they just filed their taxes at you know the H and R Block right. or online or something, right. and that was it. They. They may have claimed the earned income tax credit, but that was the extent of it. They didn't. They didn't know anything beyond, "Hey, I need to, I need to claim some kids so I get more money." Quote back, which which I hate about the entire IRS yeah, that's, scheme. Yeah, that that's just a developing a subservient class, like as in people that are very you know it is submissive and, so and obeying to what the government does. So oh, we're going to incentivize that. And I know. think the mo- more poor people, ha- I mean, the poorer people, they have less complicated taxes anyway like rich people have all kinds of different income streams and fill out different forms a poor person just works for walmart nothing else they don't have time for anything else and, and they get a 1040 ez 
It's so simple, it's got an easy in it. <laughs> Whereas you're absolutely right. The millionaires are filling out like multiple 1099s and you know dividend reports and all sorts of other nonsense that I, I can't even begin to understand. And they're not the ones being audited. It's these people who you know just work at you know KFC for the whole right. year and they claim to have four kids, so they quote get back thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, because I've seen some of these people get back you know ten, fifteen, twenty. Sure. And see, there I am slipping into their terminology. They're not getting back this money; <laughs> they're just getting it. Yeah, right. They yeah. always say, "Well, I'm getting back fifteen thousand, but it's not back because you didn't pay fifteen thousand. Right. right. You didn't. Why even do pay- they do that then? How is the IRS like? They subsidize people for having children and not being able to, not being wealthy enough to take care of those children. Hmm. I think the last, since COVID 19, the IRS has split that money up into monthly payments or something like that. You, but, you essentially become a lifer at this too, because uh, when you fall into these categories, then it's like one third, if one third of your income has to go toward rent because your rent subsidized. And yeah. so they, they play a game where you, you're actually just really trapped. You can never get out of it. And you, are, you know, Uh, One thing that I always think about that hasn't come to fruition yet from like, um, maybe not 1984, but definitely The Giver and Brave New World is the people who get assigned to having babies and their job is just having babies. Those people basically exist now. Right. And I think the obedient ones, the ones that are, uh, you know, being told by the state to keep breeding, we'll give you money. The obedient class, I think it's really ingraining in the DNA, the social culture, and you're going to have a completely obedient uh, servant class coming out of all this. I don't know that obedience is necessarily going to be a genetic characteristic, though. I mean, I I don't know if it is or not. But look at, this is what I think about. I guess it is when it comes to dogs. Yeah, they have a shot for disobedience, right? Well, what about Europe? Don't you think they're way more obedient and all the disobedient ones left in the 1700s? I've always heard that, but I mean, I'm an American, so I have a pretty low opinion about Europeans in the first place. Let's just be honest. We, everyone in this room does. Because we left, as you were about to point out, you know, we left here. We we're like, this place is a hellhole. We're going over here. We're going to create the greatest nation on earth. So yeah. all of us, we sort of just innately look down on Europe. I know what I've heard about people in Europe, but at the same time, they have a remarkable amount of disdain for Americans. Yeah, because so, they're like, they don't listen to the uh, laws and just do what they're told. I, That's I definitely how Germans look at us. Well, I, I don't... Can't I don't. speak about every single one, obviously, but stereotypically. What are your thoughts? Maybe you have a clearer idea than I do about, you know, how this... Whole, are Europeans more obedient than Americans? 603-283-6160. There is more coming up. Is that 603-283-6160? It is Free Talk Live. Do you feel like your country no longer holds your values? Have you dreamt of a place where liberty-minded people can come together and leave government overreach behind? There are many people just like you that are discovering FreePrivateCities.com. They start at FreePrivateCities.com and connect via the social media links shown there. All skills will be needed when the first of the Free Private Cities open. It's sooner than you think. Stop arguing and build FreePrivateCities.com. FreePrivateCities.com It is Free Talk Live, and we invite you to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is important to you, 603-283-6160, if you would like to weigh in. Again, the number is 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Joa. And I'm going to tell you about Bitcoin.com. If you're new to the subject, as I understand it, well, I at least saw an article on Google News today that suggested that Bitcoin is... 
reversing its trajectory that cryptocurrency in general are reversing their trajectory and they're on their way back up and you have no idea what any of that means head on over to bitcoin.com click getting started at the top of the page and take just a few minutes out of your day to learn about this important world changing technology you don't need to know about zero knowledge proofs or any of that sort of thing to know how to use cryptocurrency the most important i mean you don't you all you don't know you don't need to know any of that in order to use your credit card or any of these other payment technologies or how Venmo works or any of that. You just have to understand how it's different from modern money and how to keep your money how to, from historical money and how to keep your money safe. And Bitcoin.com can teach you all of that. And if you already know all of that, head on over to news.bitcoin.com to stay up to date on all of the news and headlines relevant to you. That's news.bitcoin.com. Let's go to the phones. We have Major Payne on the line. Major, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. How y'all doing today? Hey, what's on your mind? Well, it was kind of funny you guys just brought up Europe a minute ago. I just heard a little ditty today on the radio. Domino was evidently went over to Italy in 2015 and started opening up chains. Oh, wow. Well, they just is, Doesn't one of them accept Bitcoin? or There's a Domino's in Europe that has know. something to do with Bitcoin. Hmm. They just bailed, they just bailed on the whole franchise. Evidently, the Italians' opinion of Domino's is sucky much. I can't imagine that they would like Domino's. Not that I think I don't think Domino's is the worst, uh, like big name pizza. It's it's not the worst. I like Pizza Hut the most, but <laughs> it's definitely not like I wouldn't go to Italy and be like, oh, let's go to Domino's. I, I yeah, you're. It, I it's, think not, it's not. In the face of the Italians, I mean that's the home of pasta. I mean, there's two types of pizza, right? There, there's there's cheap, inexpensive pizza, and yep. there yeah. there's good gourmet pizza, right. and there's really no in between. Yeah, there is. There's a pizza that when you're drunk late night, you order, and that's Domino's. That's the, that's the low that's end the, pizza. Yeah, oh, the okay. cheap, greasy. <laughs> well, it's expensive. I mean, I thought you can was... get a large pizza from Domino's for like seven bucks. Oh, really? Oh, never mind. You want talk, I never ordered Domino's. You're talking frozen. Go get a tombstone. No, nobody can live on a tombstone. <laughs> uh, I was sort of correct. The largest Domino's pizza franchisee in the Netherlands has offered to pay its employees in Bitcoin. But uh, wow. I didn't find anything about Domino's itself. I, although I'm pretty sure I remember seeing the headlines or there was a giveaway or something where someone would win $10,000 and they could get it in Bitcoin or in cash. And it was somewhere in Europe. I don't remember the specifics, but... That Domino's wasn't why you called it a night, was it? Because I, no, I can't I, imagine I, the, the Italians being too fond of Domino's no. either. I mean, that, that's like, I, I don't know what that's like. Like pan, uh, Panda. Wait, what's the Panda restaurant called? I can't remember. Panda all of a Express, Panda right? Express is not here. Like opening up in China, they probably wouldn't <laughs> yeah. like that. Or, or like an Americanized Chinese restaurant opening in China. Yeah, Panda yeah, Express right. is one. So, so anyway, yesterday when they were, or the day before, I guess, when they were doing the search at Mar-a-Lago, there, there was one of Trump's lawyers on staff there, and they made her go all the way down to the end of the driveway for hours and hours and hours. And the whole time oh, yeah. this thing was going on, they were insisting that the uh, internal security apparatus be shut off, you know, the, take the cameras and whatnot. And uh, when they found out that that hadn't happened while they were doing their search, oh, now they're going bug nutty just trying to get a hold of those tapes. Whoops. Well, were they like secret cameras? Cameras? Because otherwise, I would assume they would uh, smash them with a sledgehammer, like at our house, right? Well, th- th- this is, this was a presidential estate. They had to hmm. be a little more uh, lace glovey, shall we say? Yeah. Um, another 
question I have is, did they handcuff the lawyer woman in, uh, for multiple hours oh, and not, Lord, no. not they, let they her pick would, up her dog and make her put on uh, sh- uh, glass shoes? Well, you said she was in the house, right? I, yeah, she was on site when they showed up. Yeah, then they, they should have handcuffed her for two and a half hours or however long, she, uh, separated I, her from her I, dogs, she made was her wear glass-covered shoes. She was barefoot in really? the road. Uh, yep, I saw her in the road on a live stream. Well, yeah, in but Florida I could have been barefoot. August, yeah, I yeah, mean, I could have been... Yeah, hot, hot pavement. I, I could have been barefoot. be better than the grass, dude. Than forcing me to put on... You know, glass cover shoes. They forced me to put them on. I didn't just go. Oh wait, these have glass in them. They were. I told them they. I'm not putting them on. They have glass in them, and they screamed at me. Put on the shoes. It was like you know. See, I told them they were going to have to. Well, I don't think I used the words. You're going to have to shoot me. But (laughs) I did say something to that effect, and I refused to comply with some of their more idiotic commands. And I made that known. And the only alternative I gave them was to to meet me in the middle or to shoot me. The only I would not have put on glass filled shoes. They would have had to shoot me on the spot. The only reason that I didn't go outside naked was because Ian was like, had his wits about him. I felt like, first of all, I, I will have to put on my glasses when I wake up. I had no, barely any vision. I didn't realize that. Uh, anyways, the main point I was trying to say was they, they handcuffed me for all that time. And I kept asking them, am I on the warrant? Am I being detained? And they said, we're restraining you to make sure that there's nothing in the house that's going to hurt us. Why didn't the FBI have to do that to this lady that was in there? She could have been setting off a bomb from her car or whatever. The booby trap. The big booby trap everybody keeps in their house. I mean, these are all really good questions. Obviously, we know the answers. They're not going to treat Donald Trump the same way that they treated us. Hmm. And, and there's, if my attorney had happened to be at my house on the day of the raid, they would not have treated my attorney the same way they treated me and the same way they treated you and Ian. Hmm. Just because they, have, they exist as uh, attorneys, for better or worse, are part of the state. So th- this is one of their friends. It's one of their allies. It's someone they probably play golf with occasionally. I want to make a comparison to the Trump situation. What happened here uh, with you guys is that with Trump, they actually had targeted information that they had to go on. Uh, you know, allegedly that's what they were saying. They didn't really have anything on you guys. I mean, I just, I'm yet to see a victim or any sort of. Uh, well, who's the, there's no victim in what Trump did. Oh no, he took some documents while he was president. There's right, no but like, victim and there. they don't even know that yet. All they know is that he took out boxes. If they knew it was in it, then they could have gotten it at any time. I'm pretty sure if it was something bad. Yeah, I, I tend to think. I mean, they they don't have any more reason to be going after Trump than they did going to go after us, as far as I can tell. Well, what I'm saying is, is there's no evidence against you guys where there was some sort of trace of evidence that ha- they had some sort of reason to go into their place, into Trump's place. What are you place. basing that on? Well, like he even, like he was even saying that there were documents and that's what they were trying to recover. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should have done a raid. I think uh, he was working with them and was willing to give it up to him. So it's not like they weren't going to get it. Well, I'm not sure he had anything that he wasn't supposed to have, right? And just because the FBI, you know, searched his property and got a warrant doesn't mean that he's guilty of doing anything either. Yeah. I, I want, I'm going to extend mm. to Donald Trump the same benefit that I think we should always extend to people when the I FBI agree. attacks them, which is that all in, all in all likelihood, he's probably innocent. And even if he did, quote, break the law, according to whatever their law is, there's probably no actual victim and it's probably just targeted gang violence Ma- against them. Maybe Trump will be on our side next because, you know, back the blue until it happens to you. That That is what they say, but I do also, thank you for thank you so much for the call tonight, Major Payne. I do have a update about the Mar-a-Lago thing. Uh, evidently, they searched Melania's wardrobe. 
Hmm. Spend hours in Trump's private office. There's not a whole sniff, lot to sniff. get into. Yeah. <laughs> Cringy, right? <laughs> FBI agents scoured Melania's wardrobe and spent several hours combing through Donald Trump's private office, breaking open his safe and rifling through drawers when they raided. Again, they keep using that word. It, it's interesting to me that they the, the media is using the word raid when the only other context I'm aware of where they use the word raid mm-hmm. is in January the 6th. But they no, they tend to call that a riot more often than not, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Siege. So, yeah. Yeah, it was ridiculous. a siege insurrection. In, in, in yeah. <laughs> the New York Post has learned that the search weren't used by the FBI to enter the Palm Beach property, focused solely on presidential records and evidence of classified information being stored there. And this, to me, raises some interesting questions because I can't imagine any of the FBI agents have the security clearance necessary to read any of these classified documents, and therefore they can't identify any of them as being classified, right? How does this know. work? I don't know. I don't know how government works in general. Oh, I know. They have families to feed. 603 <laughs> If you want to weigh in, it is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live with Aria, Bonnie, and Joa, and we do have our own social media server. You can find it over at social.freetalklive.com. There's no cost to sign up. All it takes, I think, is an email address, and then there's a brief wait because in order to keep out bots, we do have to approve each person who signs up and, you know, just put something... Something there to make it clear that you're not a bot and we'll let you in because we're just trying to minimize spam. We're not trying to inhibit anyone's free speech. If you're sick of being censored on big tech platforms, check out our own social media server. That's social.freetalklive.com. It's really simple to set up. It's, it uses this fest, uh, federated Mastodon system that's pretty cool. It's the same underpinning that Donald Trump's social media network uses, except obviously he modified his substantially. We didn't do that. Ours is closer to being mashed down right out of the box. So social.freetalklive.com if you want to check it out. You can interact with some of the hosts there. Again, that's social.freetalklive.com. Let's keep going with the phones. We have Sam on the line from Ohio. Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, it just seems weird to me that the uh, states, even where medical marijuana is legal, they want to limit what conditions you can use it under, like, this medical condition you can use it for, and this one you can't. Like, is that just a control thing? They know it's better for you yeah, than, than you do. The fact that it was ever Schedule One by the federal government—I mean, it's all just every law that makes it to where you can or can't use a plant to change your own consciousness that you own and no one else owns. It's clearly just a control thing. If you were to look at uh, New Hampshire legislators this year about like them arguing over uh, them legalizing or whatever, whatnot, um, it is seriously, it's just some crazy uh, people that don't understand what it's about. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it's just, uh, what's, the, what's the word to put it? It's sensationalized that it's a bad thing, and it really isn't. They can't yes. actually argue why. They're like, oh, but all the mental health and stuff, well, it's not, that's not the problem with, with, uh, with weed, it's not mental health. The worst. Well, mental health is the reason why people should be allowed to take it. Oh yeah, I agree. I I 
strenuously disagree that marijuana is doing anything to help anyone's mental health. I disagree. I, I disagree because there are people that I think shouldn't use it. This is going to be the third time I bring up my sister, but she <laughs> is crazy. And I think that oh marijuana God. like makes her crazier. But I know so many people that like had such bad anxiety that it was ridiculous and it just affected them in a way that got rid of their anxiety. Me, that do- would never happen. Marijuana just makes me more anxious. That's what it does for me as well. And I, I find it extremely hard to believe that it helps anyone with anxiety. My, my, I'm not saying it doesn't, but my experience is the diametric opposite. You haven't tried the right strain. There are people out there I that I feel like seen- Sam was about to say yeah, the exact did, same did thing. He, Sam, what were you going to say? I was going to say, maybe it's just the way that your body reacts to it. Because I've heard debate about that, like, different people of different genetic ancestries maybe metabolize hmm. cannabinoids differently from one person to the other. I mean, it wasn't even that, right? Like, from age, what, I don't know, 15 to my mid-20s, I smoked pot almost every single day. And it was never an issue, right? And then suddenly, like, someone flipped a light switch. Yeah. It was an issue. Yeah. That's what happened to me. But I know... So, uh, so many people that have already passed the age where marijuana started making me crazy anxious and they just smoke it and they relax. That's never going to happen to me. Whenever somebody says, like, you need to relax, smoke some weed, I just, like, laugh because that would do the opposite of relax me. But well, then there are also guess people what? who... It made you laugh and you relaxed. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but uh, there are people that think that Kratom does nothing to them and Kratom is absolutely my, you know number one favorite drug. It helps me with a, a ton of different things, but some people are like, eh, it does nothing to me. So I think yeah, it affects people differently. Why somebody, I don't know why somebody would say that it doesn't do anything. Kratom? Kratom. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I mean, know. Maybe it doesn't do anything people. for some people, right? I mean, there, there's it affects some, them differently. Yeah, there's some people who get absolutely no, nothing, not even pain relief from opiates. There's other people... Oh, yeah. I I don't I've never heard of anyone not getting anything from cocaine, but there's other people who don't really feel anything from taking shrooms and stuff like that. I mean, it's definitely going to vary from per- person to person with their own internal chemistry and their own mindset, whatever whatever this earth is going on in someone's brains. And even maybe their diet. Like there's um I know that I haven't burned this year at all in the sun because I mean I believe that it's because I cut out seed oils. Um, and really? usually I burn every single year this year. I haven't burned one time. It, it's been incredibly hard for me to get the little bit of a tan that I have, but I also didn't burn. But on the subject of medical marijuana, I, I would prefer that doctors be the ones who determine whether or not this medication is best used to treat this condition or not. Right. It, Government bureaucracies are not qualified to make those sorts of determinations. Okay, well, pot's a good treatment for this condition, but it's not a good treatment for that condition. No, 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 no. That's a a question for a doctor to determine. Well, to suggest. Well, the doctor can determine whether or not it's good for me, and I can then decide whether or not to take that advice. Okay, yeah, that's what I mean. A doctor writing me a prescription isn't going to force feed me pills. Yeah, but uh, doctors prescribe alcohol. Okay, it sounds weird, but they do. And that I really? think is the wor- I think that's the worst drug out there. I yes, mean, I mean even is. like Percocet's really really bad for you. Even Tylenol's really really bad for you. I mean, it depends on how you're characterizing worse. As far as like societal harm, and I think harm to the individual, alcohol is consistently ranked the most dangerous drug yes. out there. Yes, out absolutely. There. Whereas something like shrooms is consistently the least dangerous. Right. Uh, alcohol. That was what David Nutt had ranked it. 
like, if I remember Ian reading it correctly. Yep. Yeah, Dr. David Knight, yep. The former drug warrior, if I remember right, in the United Kingdom who did a study to some extent. He ranked all of the drugs and, you know, collected a bunch of data about how harmful they were, and alcohol was just consistently the most harmful. Yeah. And I'm not a, even a really big fan of alcohol, but I've noticed that for whatever reason, alcohol doesn't trigger the... the those anxiety effects in the same way that marijuana and e- even psilocybin cubensis and LSD and even MDMA can trigger in me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what it is about the physiological effects of alcohol, but it's, it's distinctly different from the effects of other drugs. Well, uh, alcohol, they call it spirits because it displaces your own. Whereas I think like drugs like uh, psilocybin, they are enhancing your spirit and you're trying to figure something out. Whereas alcohol ignores your own spirit. You become something else. You become not who you are. Whereas I think other drugs, hallucinogenics, they explore who you are. I don't are. think that's any more true. I, I think that's just a matter of perspective, right? I think someone could just as easily make the argument that alcohol brings out the true self and that psilocybin cubensis, you know, represses the true self. I don't know. There are people... Uh... I Maybe wouldn't I make that. I, I don't know. I've done things on alcohol that I'll never do sober. That's what I am I've done things on LSD that I would never do sober. That well, doesn't mean that, that was my true I would personality. Put, I would put LSD in the category of alcohol when it comes to displacing spirit. Well, uh, then I, I've done things on shrooms that I, I've certainly done things on MDMA that I okay. wouldn't do while sober. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that mm-hmm. was my true self. It just mm-hmm. means I was, it means I was high. I'm sh- just confused how MDMA gave you anxiety because I remember I've only done it once, but when I, when I took it, I felt it coming on. I kind of like realized my vision changed, like got a little worse. And I was like, oh crap, this could be really bad. What if it's really bad? And then once I started to feel it, there wasn't even a chance that anxiety could have got into my brain. It was all good from It was the craziest there. thing, man. And you know, again, MDMA was one of these things that I've been oh. using for years and never, not maybe you n- got not consistently like, for years or anything like that. But you know, I've been using it off and on and yeah. never had any issues. It was just normal. Okay, everything's great. And I'm in love with the universe and everyone who's ex- in existence sort of thing. And then suddenly, no. Maybe you had like it cut with something like cocaine or something like that. On- no, it was pure MDMA. Oh. So yeah. I, I don't know what caused it to happen. And you know, it's if I had more time to really worry about it or to look into it, I probably would. But I was just like, okay, well, that was an experience that was unpleasant. I mean, people yeah. have bad trips, right? I've had up and downs of all kinds of things, and you know, on yeah. MDMA. I, um, I know it's a question because I've only done it once. <laughs> so, but that I've experience, had, I've had you know ninety percent positive experiences with MDMA. I don't know what percentage were actually negative experiences, but probably just the one or two. But I definitely I felt the second. It stopped working or, you know, that it, it, it ended. And from then until like two days later, I was in a horrible mood. Really? So, oh, yeah. There was that. Yeah. 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 The come down from MDMA, that's ecstasy for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. That's a brutal come down, man. I just went to my boyfriend's <laughs> house and like cried on his lap. Yeah, because I mean, you're coming down from some of the happiest you've ever been and some of the warmest and kindest you've ever been to suddenly everything is like not that anymore. It sucks. Your, your, your brain's rebuilding that serotonin yeah. levels and you just... And you, I didn't know the orange that's juice never fun. stuff or anything. Oh, I found out the hard way on that one. I've always heard that. You know, <laughs> I've always drank my orange juice while on India, man, and all of that, but I'm not convinced it really does anything to help. I, I don't know. I've never really looked into it. I just know that's the thing you're supposed to do. And obviously drink lots of water. That's probably a good idea. And I should have yeah, chewed on something because my jaw hurt for like days. A lot of people chew on ice, yeah, <laughs> for the jaw chattering and all that stuff. 603-283-6160. When we get back, we're going to talk more about the 
Mar-a-Lago raid and Republicans suddenly being interested in defunding the police. There is more coming up. 603-283-6160. It is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. Thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live with Aria, Bonnie, and Joa. And coming out, we're going to be talking about the abortion changes. That are happening in the United States, largely as a result of the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, like the Kansas abortion story, Bonnie, you've had for a number of weeks now, uh, which is essentially that they, I think it was enshrined within their constitution, the right of a person to have an abortion or something like that. We're going to talk about that, plus some news out of Nebraska about abortion. But presently, we're talking about Mar-a-Lago and the... Latest that we've heard about the the intrusion on the Trump estate there by the FBI, a source close to the former president expressed concern that FBI agents could have planted stuff because they would not allow Trump's attorneys inside the 128-room building. They could plant something every time they raid someone's house and they don't let people in. Well, the news was already uh, putting photos up of... Uh, supposedly Trump had ripped up these notes that he had and like ran on the top and threw it in the toilet, right? And so they took pictures of these, uh, these notes ripped up in the toilet. But he wasn't That's in falsified. There. That was, was, was not real at all. Mm-hmm. And then CNN was throwing all over the channel like it was real. And like one of the notes said Roger on the top of it. Like it was just a joke. Roger? Like what would be? Like this? Roger Stone. One hundred and twenty-eight rooms inside of this building. I'm surprised the raid only lasted nine hours or whatever it was. Yeah, it lasted like eight hours at our house. Yeah, and that was not one hundred and twenty-eight rooms. So this was conducted by over thirty plain clothes agents. Not not even see. This is what's messed up because we didn't get plain clothes agents at our places when we got raided. No, no. I woke up to FBI agents with riot shields standing there in their full body armor, pointing guns at me, telling me to stop moving or they would shoot me. They didn't even bother. They just showed up in their plain clothes and in khakis and a button-up shirt. And for listeners who are unfamiliar, it's not like Arya had done something violent. She was also being uh, raided because of just like a business infraction. For allegedly operating a business without a license. Yep. That, that was what, that was the 
precipice for the entire raid, from what we can tell. I, I'm hoping that they found Trump's sex tapes on Epstein Island or something. And it, like, I, I well, don't they're care. Never going to, they're never going to conduct a search on Epstein Island. No, 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 no. I'm not saying yeah, it that. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be permissible in court or whatever. Well, maybe. Like, let's just say that they went through all the, you know documents that he had and let's say they he had saved the tapes his extortion tapes that epstein was going to use against him um and i don't know i'm just as saying as best as i can tell trump was never caught up into that i mean i don't know i think he, he was he seems to have stopped associating with epstein somewhere in the mid 90s around the time it was becoming known that you know epstein you know liked them young well i, I mean Bill trump Clinton kept not for nothing but trump likes them young too and I, yeah, he, but he I, had a whole pageant where there's a lot of corruption going on. We all know it. I'm not saying Trump doesn't like them young, but then again, we're talking about 16, 17-year-olds here. We're, we're not talking about 10-year-olds. So this is true, I guess. Yeah. I, I, I can't really... I don't want to see any sex tapes involving Trump, though. I, I want to make that I don't want to see Golden these shower. either. No. Oh, that's ew. right. He was, he was acute. There was some Russian thing, right? Some Russian dossier that was funded by the DNC or something like that about him liking golden showers. Wait a second. Yeah. I mean, on Trump's defense, he probably literally has a golden shower. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the phones. We have Will on the line from Texas. Will, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, all balls, Will. Yeah. Right, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, uh, you, know, you, you guys should uh, Google a uh, RCMP officer or former RCMP officer charged with uh, drunk. He fell asleep at a Burger King. In, this is in Canada. Uh, he fell. He was drunk and fell asleep in his his marked cruiser. And I think he was a canine unit with his dog in there and everything. Dang. At a Burger <laughs> at a Burger King drive through. He fell asleep and, well, in you know, the drive-thru, or was he like, in, he had gone through the drive-thru and gotten himself something to eat, and then he parked over there to eat it, and he passed out? No, no, he was like at, in the drive-thru. The employees tried like 20 minutes to, to wake him up, and they, uh, you know, before they called the police, and this story is just kind of like, if you read through it, you know, quick search, you guys can, you know, analyze it better than I and all that good stuff, but my main point here, well, okay, so he... Uh, the police showed up and they weren't sure if they were dealing with a real cop and then, you know, or somebody dressed as a cop and all these things. And anyway, when they finally woke him up, he started resisting arrest. He need one of them in the, in the groin and, and, uh, like snatched the handcuffs and, it, you know, out of one of my hands and injured their, um, thumb or something like that. Anyway, he's on disciplinary action and no, you know, no real criminal charges that I can understand, I can see. And he's, He's, they're like, well, we need to get him the help he needs. He's, wow. he's clearly an alcoholic. They wouldn't so do that for anyone else. Being, bingo, bingo. <laughs> you know, if you if you or I or whoever you know that you know injured a cop or two, you, know, you could probably just bump into a cop and it's going to be assault on a peace officer or whatever they call it. Not only yeah. that, but uh, this officer that you're talking about, he actually left an uh, another officer's personal home where they consumed alcohol. So it was like maybe not just him should be in trouble, but maybe the officer that. He was partying up with, knowing that he's left his house after a party, drunk. 
You know, it's well, like yeah, the host is responsible I'm not, not going to take responsibility for someone who gets drunk at my house and then and then you know yeah, passes but, out. But, but you're not a police officer, and that's not how you yeah. work. I don't think a police officer should have to take responsibility for what someone yes, does. Yes, they should. They, they are law, well, law enforcement. Well, well, they are Dude, they're to, not responsible. Agree, if someone comes into a cop's house and gets hammered and then passes out in the Domino's or the Burger King parking lot, that's not the that's not the host's fault. Imagine if you let him leave. Imagine if your manager otherwise is kidnapping. I I don't know if he should really be held responsible but imagine if you went to your manager's house right before work and got super hammered and then uh she was just like oh man Ari's really drunk you're going in for your shift and then like don't you think her boss if she found out about that would like fire her yeah and She'd he was on trouble. duty and and i agree with you the sentiment that he the, the whoever he was partying with shouldn't be held accountable but it just kind of goes show you that these yeah. guys knew he was drunk and you know drunk or a skunk and and you know, I guess it the main must thing been is normal. Well, I don't know, wait, man. Wait a second. I, I've been pretty hammered before, and sometimes, you know, it's true that you can leave the party just fine, no. but ten minutes later, you're way too I'm, drunk. To I'm be not driving. talking about a moral aspect in this. I, I agree with everyone. Everyone saying what they're saying right now. I'm talking about a legal aspect, as an officer's or sworn duty to uphold the law. There's if, nothing illegal about letting your friend leave drunk. No, Absolutely, it, it, you're it, a host. It's just like a bar you over don't know serving. That they're driving. I, I don't look when my uh, friends leave my house. And say, hey, you're not. Well, a, you're not driving yourself. Are you got an Uber? Right. That's not my business. Once it, they're off my property, that's be. their I'm business. I'm not talking about a moral argument here, Mario. I'm talking about a no, legal no, I, I, argument. Well, I, I have no legal responsibility either. But you're not a cop. Neither would it, why <laughs> should the... Why, why, why do cops have more legal responsibility for what happens off of their property than other people do? Because they're swearing an oath to it. It's like a lifelong thing that they're swearing an oath to. Well, well, you, you know, whatever the argument there is, you know, I, I, the, my main argument here is that the cops, his own actions, right? And they, the fact that, like I said, if you or I, you know, need a cop in the, you know, in the groin, <laughs> right? And ain't gonna, you're gonna be lucky to walk away without felony charges. Or you, you don't even have to do that. There was a story that we talked about a few weeks ago here on the show where so, someone got drunk and like they vomited on a cop or something like that. I think Bonnie, I think you may have been the one who brought in the story. Someone got well, drunk and they vomited on a cop and they got charged with like uh, endangering his life with biolo- a biological what? attack or something like that. And the guy is a like hero. <laughs> and, and it was because he was drunk and vomited on a cop. So I mean, you, you can't even do that, much less defend yourself against some of their aggression. You have people like George Floyd who are killed because they just don't submit to the extent that the cops think are sufficient. And countless videos of people who are just minding their own business in convenience stores or whatever, getting beaten half to death by batons or what Kelly Thomas, I think the guy's name was this schizophrenic yes, guy who yeah, lived the out there in, in Nevada. Cali. Was it? I thought it was California. Well, it was somewhere in the okay. southwest, at the very least. Who the cops bashed his head open with a flashlight, and like twelve to fifteen cops, just in this horrific display of violence. They beat this guy to death. All the while, he's crying out for his dad to help him, simply because presumably he wasn't submitting to the extent that they wanted while they were bashing his head open with flashlights. So yeah, I mean, it's absolutely despicable how differently the ordinary person is treated versus a cop what do we do about it 603-283-6160 there's more coming up it is free talk live
It is Free Talk Live, where you're invited to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. We do in the studio tonight. It's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Joa. And we've been talking about the raid. See, they... They use the terminology, and then it becomes infectious, and I begin using that terminology. (laughs) The search at the Mar-a-Lago place. Well, why is it you don't want to use raid? Because I have a different way of looking at it, I think. Apparently, the FBI came out Because a raid is a violent thing. Pirates didn't peacefully raid people, right? They didn't politely come aboard someone's vessel or... I wouldn't have called what they did peaceful, uh, the FBI. See, the FBI came out and they said, we don't like that term raid. And then right when that came out, CNN and everybody started saying, executed a search warrant. And so that's what makes me want to call it a raid. It's like, F you guys, you don't have the right to go through people's stuff. They showed up in plain clothes with the search warrant and politely had his attorney wait outside. But what would have happened if uh, they said, no, you're not allowed in here? Yeah, but that didn't happen. Yeah, but what what if it did? I mean, I'm just saying that it was obviously a threat of violence. I, I I'm with you. I understand where you're coming from. Yes, I mean, realistically, if you don't wear your seatbelt or whatever, the cops will ultimately kill you to enforce that law. Every every law that they everything they do is an act of violence. I'm with you. I agree. Hmm. That said, to use the same word to characterize what happened to Mar-a-Lago, where Trump wasn't even at. As the word where they bashed in windows and broke doors here and at my house, to use the same word to describe both of those situations is the equivalent of these leftists out there on the Internet who decide that, you know, I was drunk when I consented to have sex with that person. Oh I was raped, wasn't I? Mm-hmm. To me, that's the equivalent. It's, it's, it's using a word grossly out of context to describe a situation that isn't nearly as bad as what the words should actually convey. Well, they can yeah, use I any can euphemism... Uh, they want but we all are visualizing what happened and like what the government does on a daily basis which is threaten people to get their way i mean also 100 percent true and you know you're absolutely right if the lawyer if the attorney had refused to allow them on that you know the police would have arrested her or you know shot her or they would have done whatever they had to do in order to force her to comply or get out of their way I don't think they would have ever gone to that level, though, because of the sensitivity of where it is and all that. Oh, if she had refused to submit, if she they would had, have arrested her at least. They, and if she had refused to cooperate, I mean, if she had like resisted the arrest, they absolutely would have killed her. Sure. I mean, I saw a video not long ago about this attorney who he took a client's cell phone from him as they were leaving a courthouse because he expected this sort of thing to happen. And sure enough, the sheriff's department showed up outside the courthouse and handed the attorney a search warrant to search his client's person. But before they had been served with the warrant, obviously, the client had given the attorney his cell phone. So the cell phone was no longer on the person right. that the right. search warrant was for. Too late. So that, sorry. Yeah, that didn't stop the cops. They arrested the attorney and his really? assistant. Wow. Yes. And, you know, they extrapolated the search warrant to say it was eventually thrown out, right? As you would expect. You you can't do that stuff right. mm. to even an ordinary citizen expect. But they did it to an attorney who knew better. The, these cops knew they were going to get crucified. That, but That reminds know, me of this care. other story that I brought up to you before the show. Um, that um, is this uh, auditor, uh, Long Island Audits. And he went out to Illinois. Uh, I forget what town exactly which it was. but Well, see, that's his first mistake. Anywhere in Illinois. You, oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want to oh, go yeah, there. No, no, no. You don't want to go there. <laughs> That's like um, Ohio, but worse. <laughs> yeah. I feel like those three states are some of the worst. Like 
Illinois, Indiana, and Ohio. Like, I just wouldn't want to be in <sighs> Yeah, them. it's wild. I don't get it. Why it's so bad. But, um... Because it's the Rust Belt, man. There's nothing there for what to say. I didn't believe yeah, it's it. it's I had always heard about the Rust Belt and all of that sort of stuff. But What does that mean? Where all of the all of the factories are rusted over, all of the windows are broken, and the or the car manufacturers, and yeah, stuff like that. all the factories are closed, and everything's just poor and run down. Yeah, I had always heard the terminology, but until I went to Ohio back in July for a music festival, I had never actually seen it. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's dystopian it when you go to quite. some of these places and look at them. It's it's really, you know, 20, 30 story tall factories with windows that gone. Have, yeah, they're gone. They hasn't there's been no one in them except pigeons and homeless people for doing heroin for decades. Um, and that, that that's all that this place has. <laughs> but uh back to what I was saying is that Long Island audits, he went out there and he was filming in the city hall and uh, it got to a point where he ended up getting arrested for filming in City Hall. He didn't do anything wrong. And he's very cordial when he does these, what they call them, First Amendment audits. And uh, I love watching these because they teach people yes. how to interact with cops. And to understand uh, how to treat your public servants. That's what they are, well, public that, servants. To me, that's not the important thing. It, it is. because it, It's one of the important we things. We tell them what to do. They don't tell us what to do. To me, it's more important for a person to know where the lines really are. When that's a dealing, great point, too. When they're dealing with the police. And you learn that from watching these First Amendment audits. Yes, they're not allowed to go into restricted areas or you know uh, personal offices. And if they are in a personal office and they told you you have to leave, you have to leave the personal office. But other, other than that, does? commons... Uh, even, the, the auditor does. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, the auditor has to leave. Uh, and... Uh, but uh, the entire uh, public building, you can. I encourage everyone to do this because it might be a but quick, first, quick watch, lawsuit. But first, watch some videos on this. So Absolutely, you, so you get an idea yourself. of what you can and can't yes. do. Cop blocking, in particular, is another one of these that is just tremendously yes. informative from an educational viewpoint. Where, uh, look, if that cop says, "Hey, you're interfering with this investigation," okay, that's your that's your you push too right. far. And you back away before you get arrested, right? Right. And but but see, some of these uh, they take the arrest, like uh, Long Island audits. Go check him out uh, on YouTube. I don't know if he's on Odyssey, but uh, he um, he ended up getting arrested for filming. Right? It'd be cooler if he was on Odyssey. I know just he saying. would be. He, he doesn't need to. That's why. It's just he's doing so well. He's one of the biggest auditors out there right now. What if but, his account yeah, until YouTube deleted. decides yeah. to censor him? I agree. Him. I agree. Um and uh but he uh, be one of the biggest has beens out there. <laughs> but he he um, join Odyssey, dude. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he got arrested and then he had a protest and when he was protesting, the mayor even came out and he's like, "Where are these signs that say you can't film?" And he went inside the city hall and ripped them right off the, the window. Did? Yeah, the mayor. Wow. And then um, well, that's because the signs are illegal. Yes, right? they are illegal. I mean, yes, you, you can't tell someone they can't record in a public place. Right. That's why the private offices thing is so important because someone's private office is not. A public space exactly and like you know the, i've i've been arrested for challenging the, the type, these types of things too and really i know my stuff and so i know you know i'll push the limits i'll take the arrest and i am thankful that he took the arrest and uh he had scheduled tr- uh, they had scheduled trial this was like eight months ago when this incident occurred but he had scheduled trial yesterday um and i was uh i don't know if i maybe wait for we get back on the break uh to tell you what ended up happening yesterday which is pretty exciting i think Um, we can get it in okay well um long island audits uh basically his case was dismissed but why because he he got um his uh motion granted to film the the trial 
And so he wanted to film the trial that he was being given for being arrested for filming. Allegedly, right? And the prosecutors did not like that the judge granted this motion. (laughs) And they're just like, oh, we're not going to have it dismissed. Wow. Because it would be so ridiculous to be like, you're not supposed to film in a public area because there's a sign up. And meanwhile, they're literally filming the trial. And then they literally get granted. He get granted by the judge. And then they're like, oh, great. And it's really funny to see the reaction. Uh, He did a live stream yesterday right after it got dismissed. And it's just beautiful. You get to see the prosecutor's reactions. Uh, We haven't seen uh, anything from the trial because it didn't occur. We're good for Long Island audience. 603-283-6160. Free Talk Live, where you are invited to take control of the airwaves and talk about whatever is important to you. 603-283-6160, if you'd like to do that. Even the 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Joa. And as a response to this incursion at Donald Trump's property in Florida, I think Mar-a-Lago's in Florida for whatever reason, some GOP figures are suddenly calling for the FBI to be defunded, and while other Republicans are calling for agents to be arrested by who? Who, who, <laughs> who would arrest the FBI? The UN. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what world these people live in. Well, they, these are the same people that say stuff like, Hillary Clinton's going to get arrested you know, soon because something's coming out, and she's in it. Why would it ever happen? That, that's a good point. So this is coming to us from Vice. All it took was one little search at Mar-a-Lago for prominent conservatives to start calling for defunding law enforcement. And that's also all it took for Democrats to stop calling for the defunding of law enforcement. Ironic. This is that's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm still totally on board with the idea of defunding and disarming the police. And I was on board with that prior to the search at Mar-a-Lago, and I continue to be on and board with that idea. I was on board with that way before uh, Black Lives Matter. And in fact, I got called racist when I first started saying, you know what? You know what? I think the police are really out of control. We need to abolish the police and uh, just we don't need this. I would say that on Facebook and stuff, like just on my page, because I was like just going off and I didn't know what to do. I had no one in my real life to talk about this stuff. And I got called racist for saying that we should abolish the police in 2016. Well, That's crazy. the police exist because of racism. Yep. Police uh, were, don't know history. were slave catchers. Yep. And if you don't think that that, ti- that title should come back, actually. This is was the girls. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how can it not be obvious to people? Something like 50 to 60 percent of all state prisons in the United States, the, the population in those prisons are black. People don't look into stuff like that. Like this lady, she was just like a a woke SJW type. She was like Native American from Alaska and she was always trying to make things about race and she was saying like poor people can't afford uh you know protection and that's why it's racist for you to want the police gone and but you know no but extorting from your friends and family that's totally acceptable to yep the poor for them to not do a good job and to mostly attack the poor yeah yeah the poor are always the ones who are targeted by the police i watched this play out a lot when i was in mississippi and i learned something look if 
I watched one of my friends, their, their 17-year-old kid got arrested or something like that. And he ended up getting charged with possession of Xanax or possession of a controlled substance or something to that effect. Okay. He was basically faced with two possibilities. He could pay a $900 fine and get like six months of probation or something like that. Or he could hire an attorney and get it reduced down to like a $150 fine. And the attorney cost about $1,000 as well. Right. It don't matter. So it, it did not matter to them at all. Either way, the kid was going to be paying about $1,000. The only real question was whether it was going to go on his record as a conviction or not. And ulti- and that's ultimately what it came down to. Is, is this, this poor person is going to be penalized more so for not being able to pay the attorney than they are for anything else. And of course, this all makes sense because that that defense attorney for this kid used to be a prosecutor himself that, or a public defender himself. That, that's how this entire game is played. These these public defenders or these private attorneys, they, they almost all used to be prosecutors. And if they weren't, they and if they didn't go from prosecutor to, the, to defense attorney, they went on to become judges. What's the bar? The British accredited... Something uh, I don't know what it stands it, it's for. It's British accredited something. I forget the R. But, but it's their club. They're the ones who write the rules, and they're the, the judges, the prosecutors, the defense attorneys. They're all part of that same stupid club. Absolutely, and, and they don't even pretend like they're not. And it's just disgusting how the entire game is played. You're, the poor are going to get hurt by this more than anyone. Uh, the 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 weak. The, the weak members of society. And I don't mean that. You know, I don't mean to suggest that poor people are actually weak, or that black people are weak, or that any minority is weak. But they're perceived as being weak because they don't have the majority backing them. The better, maybe a better way to say it is that the ones incapable or unconnected to the system. You know. Well, no, because <laughs> those I, are the, we, the, the it's weak. A ma- it's, it's a matter of bullies. So I want to characterize it as weak because that's what bullies do. They don't pick on the kid who can beat the crap out of them. They pick on the kid who they know they can take that kid's lunch money. Right. They know right. that kid won't be able to fight back. And if that kid does try to fight back, they'll just get the snot beaten out of them. That's the modern justice system that is set up in the United States. They they target the people who they know can't properly defend themselves. Absolutely. And that's why I used to think that if I put like cop block and stuff like that on the back of my car, then I was going to get pulled over more. But everybody who has those bump sticker, bumper stickers on their car knows that you never get pulled over because they don't want to deal with the people that know their <laughs> yeah, rights. If you that's a- true in some places, right? But like when I, I've been having to go to Boston a lot for the last few weeks and I got to tell you, sometimes you, know, you get that little panicky, prickly feeling oh, yeah. on the back of your yeah. neck when there's a steady behind you or whatever because... We're not in Keen anymore at that point. So they point. don't know about you. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, they know about me. <laughs> I had a Boston uh, state trooper. I suspect trooper. they probably know about me as well. Well, they, they know about me. I mean, there's one uh, state trooper. He blew a snot rocket at me once. Ew. At, I swear. Uh, right near South Station at the, the DOT Transportation Authority. That's uh, not COVID place. safe. This was before COVID. Oh. Actually, no, 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 no. This was like... The day COVID started. Wow. Yes, I remember. Because I even went to Chinatown that day. That was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So now the calls have been to defund the FBI, the Department of Justice, and, well, anyone who helped aid in the search of Donald Trump's Florida home Monday. And I'm totally on board with all of this. Defund all of them. Defund the entire American government. The best way of doing that is to use cryptocurrency. Hmm. The search executed by warrant signed by a federal judge was... Regarding the mishandling, alleged mishandling of classified documents, Trump said the FBI broke into the safe he keeps on the Palm Beach property. Now, I'm curious why the attorney couldn't have just opened it for them or whatever, but I mean, 
a lot has been made about the. It's been made into a very big deal that the FBI broke into the safe. What, That's what, what I do keep they thinking. expect? That's what I keep thinking. I, I keep asking, why do people keep like I see headlines that say that, and I'm just like, do people not realize that they do that? Every time they do a raid and they need to get into something and nobody will open it. Yeah, they're not going to search your house for classified documents and go, oh, he's got a safe there. I guess we can't do anything about that. (laughs) No, that search warrant, that little sheet of paper, it includes that safe. And they're going to get in there one way or the other. Widely seen as unprecedented in American politics, this event has left many in the GOP apoplectic. Ooh. I don't know how I pronounced that or whether or not I did it correctly. I don't really care. Colorado <laughs> Rep. Bobert released a video stating that she's angry. She described the actions as totally un-American and Gestapo crap. And I think she's kind of right, except I would say it's not really Gestapo. It's more Abraham Lincoln-ish, right? Because yesterday as well, a, a U.S. representative, I believe it was, it may have been a senator, but a sitting U.S. politician, a senator of some sort, congressperson of some sort had their phone confiscated by the fbi oh, I heard about that hmm. and that's exactly the sort of thing that you saw during the lincoln administration Wait, sorry who got it got their phone stolen from the fbi uh some congressperson some u.s congressperson well, I don't, just I, I don't unrelated remember the to name. trump no it was related to trump oh well, i mean he he wasn't trump he was hmm. just some u.s representative who you know supported trump hmm. or that's, was that's dangerous or that's really dangerous for them yeah. to do something like that to it, I this mean, for is them political to, targeting if they're doing that. For them That's to execute crazy. a search warrant on a former president is no less politically motivated oh, yeah. and no less That's, dangerous. that's pretty yeah. obvious. But I think when they're when they're going after more than just him too cuz like he was already on the pedestal, you know what I mean? And then like now they're going to start going after other congressmen. That's that's kind of scary. Well, they went after at least one. Who knows what they're going to do next, but now they've set the precedent, right? No former president is safe. I mean, to me, I'm fine with that because no one has been safe from the FBI for a very long period of time. So why not include the people who, you know, purportedly head up the FBI as the head of the executive branch? But, you know, it is a dangerous precedent to think that your duly duly elected leaders could just be arrested. Scared out of running. Yeah, I mean, Trump was openly, you know, supposedly openly anti-establishment it's just like are they just going to scare anyone who talks like that out of running for offices the media i have no likes remorse talking. for anyone that signs over six trillion dollars okay well the media likes talking about a chilling effect what sort of chilling effect is this going to have Free Talk Live, 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. Again, that's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Ginger Joe. And do you think this is Gestapo crap going on in the United States? It is alarming. And look, I don't care about Donald Trump. I was way more alarmed when when they raided me than I, than I am by the raid, by the executed search warrant at donald trump's property but i will admit that i i could see why from the point of view of the average of the average joe out there why this is such an alarming thing right they they have executed a search warrant against a president of the united states honestly i felt pretty triggered by it and i hate to be that kind of person like oh my ptsd is acting up it wasn't like that it was just like it felt like something 
changed. Like that moment has never happened in, in, in relation to the fact that my house was raided a year ago. It's like they're setting some kind of a crazy precedent. Like uh, this is what I tweeted. I said that the government is showing their teeth and it was freaking me out. Like I didn't sleep. And I know that sounds like, wow, that sounds so dramatic, way more than dramatic than I want to sound. But I just kept <laughs> thinking of all the implications that day. Like, first of all, one thing is like from now on, they could just, uh, you know, raid anyone that get that's kind of Trumpy. And then or anyone who's actually just being like a libertarian and label them Trumpy. Everybody's going to associate raids with Trump now. You know, when I talk about like my house got raided because my boyfriend was running a business, people are going to be like, oh, you mean like Trump? Oh, she's just like one of those. That's horrible implications. Those are excellent points. The GOP majority must defund all forms of tyranny throughout Biden's government, said Colorado Representative Lauren Boebert. They're just not freaking getting it. Someone please make them make make it make sense. Make them understand that this has nothing whatsoever to do with Joe Biden and the Democratic administration. Yeah, didn't he not know about it? I mean, who knows if that's true, but the oh, official... Oh, I'm sure... Well, wait a second. Let me take this back. I don't think he knows where he is. <laughs> I Exactly. I think he's just a puppet and that there is a collaborative of people, uh, this coup going on to dismantle what's beautiful about America, what it once was, uh, and they just they want to attack you know the people's guy. I'm not a Trumper. But he's the people's guy right now. He he. Is, I think he could have been, and he he certainly presented himself as the populist candidate for for better or worse. Populism was what Trump represented, and I I don't like that he was the popular candidate with some of his messaging issues. Right, right. I think but, he know, won twenty twenty. I believe that twenty twenty was the most recent one. Yeah. I don't care if I mean the whole game is rigged. That's what yeah. I never understood about the election. They're like, ah, oh, the election was rigged. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. They <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, so, they selected two candidates for you to choose from. Hmm. It was rigged before you ever even voted. You you yeah. you little person voting. We're never going to win this thing. You know, the, the, even if when when I ran for sheriff, one of the most alarming results that happened came about is that the town of Westmoreland here in Cheshire County had seven thousand votes. For my opponent, Eli Rivera, Westmoreland has a population of less than 2,000 people. Right. I was going to say, I don't remember there being that many people in Westmoreland. There, and this is recorded in the official New Hampshire State House book of you know votes and tallies and all of that, that Westmoreland, 7,710 people. Was this ever looked into? Voted. No, no one cares. I do. I well, I cared as well, <laughs> but seven thousand seven hundred and ten people voted for Eli Rivera. Wow. More, more than three times the population of Westmoreland voted for this one particular candidate. Was this before or uh, this is probably no? This was after the prison that was there. This is so the, the this prisoners is the 2020 didn't vote. election. No, <laughs> no, and it wasn't voter fraud or anything like that. It was a mistake. It was an honest clerical okay, error. Okay, someone accidentally hit the seven twice, and it was supposed to be seven hundred and ten, or they hit the zero an accident it was supposed to be 771 uh, i don't know what the i don't know which one of these it was but there was no one there to check that there was no one at any level of government to say nobody wait a lives minute in the town anyway so like who's checking it there's no one well the, <laughs> they the, don't even have cops the clerk is checking it the person who tallies all of this and sends it off to the state house so that's the person who checks it and she makes a mistake there's no one there right that just becomes no. public record and that just happened to happen in this one little election, in this one little town, in this one little county, in this one little state over here. Now multiply that 
by all 12 counties in New Hampshire. Absolutely. And then all 50 Mm -hmm. states and all of the tens of thousands of counties throughout the United States, each one of which has a clerk who could accidentally hit a number twice or accidentally add a zero, and no one is ever going to catch it. And you know these are types of people who don't know how to use computers. Oh, I mean, they clearly do, because, I mean, she successfully sent over the results, right? But these are also the type of people, I've been trained on a 10-key calculator, and, you know, once you get into that habit of it, you're probably not going to catch it if you make just one mistake mm-hmm. out of 10,000. Or I don't know exactly how these people submit the data, but they can make mistakes, and there's no one there to catch it. And they're like, oh, well, this is fraudulent. Well, yeah, duh. There's too much human error in here. There's tens of thousands of human beings, each one of which can make a mistake, and no one making sure that no one's making mistakes. Well, my point of saying that I think that Trump won 2020 is not that I think it's like the only time that it's ever been fraudulent. It's probably been fraudulent since America started. I don't even I don't even care because I'm not a part of that crap. But I mean, I didn't even vote in 2020. But um, I mean, I'll vote for New Hampshire, but not vote. president. No, okay. I wasn't even registered. I never registered the whole time I lived in Texas. I never knew who was mayor of Texas or San Antonio, anything like that. Um, I thought you had been here longer than that, but okay. I, I, for some reason, I thought you were here during 2020. I was here knocking on doors, but I lived in Texas, so I couldn't vote in New Hampshire. That's right. It was December of 2020 that I first met you, like around quarantine, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, one thing I will say is one reason that even if he's like the people's person and people are kind of freaked out by this, I'm I'm freaked out by it too, but I don't think I'm freaked out in the same way because a lot of people don't realize that Trump not only appointed the guy who's head of the FBI now who raided his house, but Trump was out there saying while he was president, uh, you know, raid the houses, do due do process second. You're right. He did say that. And then you know what they get? You get people shooting back at warrant uh, no knock raids. You know, like, I think it was in Texas that that happened. Uh, I think it was uh, Houston. Getting killed? Yeah, it was a no-knock raid. But it was like a big story because, like, these people, obviously, they got killed. This uh, husband and wife over, I think it was like weed or something. Wow. Yeah, but it was a no-knock raid. Sounds like like Texas. Yeah, that's Texas. So fringe right representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, unsurprisingly, also got in on the action. She tweeted an upside-down American flag. Presumably, she stole it from System of a Down. A what symbol. a great, you know, symbol. What a what a great message she's putting out there. Wow, she's so hardcore. Well, it is a symbol <laughs> traditionally associated with being anti-American. No. Uh, I think it's... that she's saying, well, the mothership is lost at sea. Like, we, we need help right now. America is in, in danger. Well, That's that, her. That, right, that would so be flying it at half mass, though. Upside down is a sign of distress. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. But it's still a wartime flag. <laughs> so we're in distress in war. She also wrote, defund the FBI. Meanwhile, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy announced his plans to investigate the person he believes to be behind the search. You know what's the difference, though? Would she have posted some stuff, any of that type of stuff, if, like, Obama suddenly got raided? And they said, oh, well, when Obama left the White House, he took these boxes, and we've been looking into it, and now we're raiding his house. No, I don't think she would have. No, spent four years screaming, arrest Hillary. They mm. they wanted to do exactly they, this to Hillary Clinton. They couldn't even figure out what the sixty five thousand dollars worth of hot dogs was yeah. that got delivered to the White House. To Obama, sixty five thousand dollars worth of hot dogs. Yeah, kind of strange, right? Why? Why? You put 65? in an email. <laughs> uh, was it oh, Obama? Th- oh, this was a Podesta email. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of weirdness with that. To be fair, though, the support of law enforcement for many of these figures, some of which, like Bobert, have past negative experience with law enforcement sways with the political winds. Um, 
that's true for you as well, Vice. That's at a recent talk at CPAC, Representative Andy Biggs announced he wanted to defund the FBI and the Department of Justice because of their treatment of January 6th defendants. He also got into the fun on Monday, tweeting, The only thing missing from the unprecedented FBI raid at President Trump's home is uh, Gaddafi sunglasses and cap on Joe Biden. <laughs> or like the blunt in the uh, the backwards cap. What do they do with the chain? And it's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> thug, <Sunglasses>. thug life. <laughs> Any any FBI agent conducting law enforcement functions outside the purview of our state should be arrested upon sight, he went on to say. But, I mean, this was 100% within the purview of the United States government. I mean, this is what they do. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that you didn't realize that Apology when, he, accepted. when he lives by the sword, he's going to die by the sword. But that's the way this has always worked. Mm. The FBI director, whose head, whose head many of these figures are calling for, Oh, God, I hate you, Vice. It's Christopher Ray, a lifelong Republican and Trump appointee who stepped in after the after Trump dismissed James Comey. I forgot about that. James Comey was the former head of the FBI. Trump dismissed him and replaced him with this guy who then went on to authorize the... I don't think the head of the FBI authorizes these things. I think the Department of Justice says, hey, execute this raid. And the FBI right. goes, all right, boss. Yeah. 603-283-6160 if you want to weigh in. There's more coming up. It is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live with Aria, Bonnie, and Joa, and you are invited to join us, 603-283-6160, if you would like to weigh in. Again, the number 603-283-6160. Coming up, people are excited. The Porcupine Freedom Festival already selling tickets. People are already booking their sites and... Forkfest, uh, the Free Talk Live crew, we've already booked our site for the Porcupine Freedom Festival and for Forkfest, which this year is taking place before the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So rather than afterwards, come up early for July, June the 15th through June the 18th. That's the Forkfest of 2023, the 6th annual or 7th annual. I'm not exactly sure off the top of my head. 7th annual fork fest so come hang out with us june the 15th through june the 18th at rogers campground the beautiful white mountains of new hampshire it's going to be a great time but until then you can call us talk to us about whatever you want 603-283-6160 bunny you're brought in a story now we knew this was inevitable right the whole contact i don't even know where to even begin with why this story was so predictable contact tracing became a thing during COVID-19 and it was we're just trying to track people to keep track of you know infectious diseases spreading and stuff like that and we and then the geofencing location warrants came out where Google was providing a bunch of pseudo-anonymous data to law enforcement agents to to pin down who might have been in this area when a crime was committed we all knew Anyone who was paying attention knew that it was just a matter of time before the location data on your phone was being used to prosecute you for crossing to another state in order to have an abortion. Yeah, if a, if a state made it illegal, which some have now. And we, we knew it was coming. It was inevitable. And suddenly that has happened, except it's worse than that. The story that you have suggests that Facebook directly 
get Facebook, the company who like it, I think it was Amazon and some others were like, hey, we're going to pay our employees to go to other states to get abortions or all mm. of this other stuff. But at the same time, they're doing crap like this. Yes. This- it's like, guys, you're going to have to pick a side. I understand you don't want to fight the law on this one, but you're cooperating with them. Facebook is responsible for prosecuting this girl just as much as the government is. Absolutely. Yep. They could refuse, but. I mean, they it, could, and they could fight that in court, and they could yeah. lose, and, you know, sometimes you have to do the morally right thing and fight something out in court. I understand it's not convenient, and it's not fun. And they could win, too, though. Like, if it's clearly unconstitutional, like, yeah, I'm sorry, my company doesn't consent to giving you giving away the uh, location information of this person. I'm pretty sure that they could win that. I don't know if they could or not. And, I mean, it could be that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg would end up in prison for hmm. for standing this ground. But, dude, don't pretend like you're going to stand this ground hmm. and like you're this pro-abortion, pro-choice company. And then when push comes to shove, you immediately bow to the state. That's all I'm saying. If, if someone is going to stand up I, for something. I don't something, know. I, I, think it, I think we should separate the uh, the actual what was the reason for leaving the state and just look at Facebook as... You know, they're a snitch to cops. It doesn't matter if it was abortion or not. Right. That's what the point is. But they're, you know, but I mean, should Facebook have a motivation because it's an abortion issue? Well, yes, absolutely. Because they, I don't know about Facebook in particular, right? I I honestly don't know what Meta, the company has said about, uh, I imagine they're pro-choice, but that's just speculation on my part. But you do have companies like Amazon. And I really think Facebook was one of these who was like, we're going to pay our employees. We're going to pay your costs, your medical costs for you to go to another state to get an abortion if you need it or whatever. So I think they're the ones who came out to be on the side of pro-choice. Okay. And then they turn around and give people's location data I or whatever that. to Yeah, that's the government. but the location data is the problem here, not so much, you know, I don't know if if they even knew it was about abortion or not. If they that's knew it was point. about abortion, then they're breaking uh, you know, maybe their principle there. But I that's think a fair point. Yeah. I mean, Facebook shouldn't be required or expect. I mean, they shouldn't have this data in the first place, right? Obviously. I don't and know. They be I think when to- you, whenever you download any app, and as soon as you open it, it asks you, would you like to share your location? And with most apps, you can't even say no. Well, then you don't open the app. There are apps that... Well, yeah. I mean, if you don't want a usable phone, certainly that's an approach. No, well, there are some I'm, things that pop up nowadays where it says... Uh, you can either say accept or ask app not to track, which you don't get an option of no. You get ask app not to right. track or allow. <laughs> In which case, as he said, you know, your only options are to uninstall the app and not use it. Sounds yep. nice to me. Actually, I don't have any apps on my phone that track unless it's like, you know, the maps and stuff like that. But that's only um, consenting to, like, to that. And I have yeah. the all the the Google location devising turned off. So like they're not tracking me. Like you can go and look up. And if anyone's listening right now, and you didn't you didn't know about this? Go into your Google settings and look at your location history. You're gonna be like, oh my god, they were following me all over, everywhere, everywhere I've ever been. Oh, it's way worse than just location. I mean, it's got all of your Google searches going back for decades. But oh, yeah. Every time you looked up porn or whatever, Google made a note of that. But you can mm. delete all that too. You I can. mean, I don't know but if it's actually it's permanently there. deleted, but. You got to know it's there, though. Most people don't yes. even know it's there. But yeah, no, it, they don't. I I don't remember why, but suddenly I started getting monthly reports from Google about, hey, these are all the places that you visit. And I was like, oh, oh no, we're putting a stop to this. Wow. <laughs> it, it was alarming. 
They're like, you've traveled this many miles and went to this many it's cities. Weird. I'm like, dude, I, it's weird. I don't want you to have this information. That's really weird. I've never seen that. Yo, I could show it to you when we get off air. I'll be, you'll be blown away how creepy it is. Hmm. So what's going on <laughs> with Facebook here, Bonnie? This from Forbes says, Facebook gave Nebraska cops a teen's DMs. They use them. They her direct messages, for yep. those who don't know. Facebook oh, yeah. gave the direct messages of this girl to the police. Oof. And they use them to the, prosecute her for having an abortion. This is why she should be using Signal or Telegram, to be yep. honest. I mean, Facebook should be willing to say no on these things, but we know they're not. Yeah, yeah. So uh, absolutely. Use something that encrypts your messages into it. Uh, Facebook is a point of failure. They're, they're, they're a weak link in the chain of security here where the cops can go to them as a centralized organization to say, hey, we want this data. You don't. Act, you know they don't even have to ask. Do you know this? On Facebook, there are law enforcement backdoors, mm-hmm. and all you have to do is show your uh, credentials, and they you don't even, like, I don't it's suggest anyone that, to dude. do that. We covered it a few weeks ago. That y- you can submit fake credentials. Yes, yes. Like, there, there, are, there are hackers and scammers out there who were getting nudes off of underage girls and stuff like that by pretending to be law enforcement subpoena, yeah. you, you know, Snapchat and Discord records. And or they say they were this- pretending... In um, Olu's book that I'm reading. <laughs> well, the FBI is the largest distributor of child porn on the planet. Uh-oh, we're going to get raided. In Olu's <laughs> book that I'm reading, he, Olu Axelman came out with a new book called Presumed Guilty. Yeah. Uh, he goes over like in a whole chapter how uh, there have been many times that people just submit or send like an email to Google saying, we need these records. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from this police station and they just hand them over. They don't check. They nope. just nope. send it right over. It's it's amazing what one can do. Uh, I think we talked about an article here a number of months ago about this guy who made money by just creating invoices and then sending them to like Google and Facebook yeah. and stuff like that. And the invoice that he they were being charged these companies for the dude's time that it took him to create and send the invoice. So there was a service rendered the wow. creation of the invoice. So it was totally legal for him to do this. Most companies, you would think, would just look at that invoice and go, what the hell? You're invoicing me $1,500 for creating an invoice? No, I'm putting this in the trash. <laughs> Wait, so did he, did he get like sued or anything? Did he go to jail or anything? I don't remember all of the specifics. It sounds legit to me. But we talked about it here on the show. I, I think we did it at any rate. I don't remember all of the specifics, but I do remember on the reason that I brought it in was because on a number of occasions, these companies, especially Google, they paid these invoices. Like they, they would just cut the guy the $1,500 check because it wasn't worth it to them to look into it, right? It, and it's probably just somebody whose job it is to pay the invoices. They're like, oh, okay, next invoice, next invoice, because they probably get all kinds of different services rendered. Yeah, they probably had no idea mm. what the invoice was for or what, what the company it was to. They didn't look at it. They just saw, okay, invoice to, all right, invoicingcompany.com. Sounds legit. Let's I would send say them a check. As long as he wasn't lying about the thing and it was just invoicing them for creating the invoice, he should not go to jail or anything for that. They should just hire, you know, they should fire the person that accepted those invoices and yeah. paid them. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think there were any criminal charges or anything like that against wow. the person because it was it was totally legal. It was it's just like going to a bank and, and writing a note that says, please, can I have all your money? And if they give you the money... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, they gave it to you. 603-283-6160. It is Free Talk Live. <laughs> you 
It is Free Talk Live, and you're invited to take control of the airwaves. Talk about whatever is on your mind, whatever's important to you. 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. Oh, Joe, sorry about that. Oh, dude, I don't know it's, how I managed back. to miss the middle button. That's amazing. <laughs> But anyway, I want to say thank you to Dennis W., who is tonight's amplifier. This means that Dennis is a member of the AMPS program. You can find it at amps.freetalklive.com. It stands for Advertise, Market, Promote, and Support. So if you value Free Talk Live, if you like us being on close to 200 radio stations now, and uh, I think some more were added a few months ago. I don't remember now because it's been a while, and I don't track these things very closely. I would, but I'm not very good at my job. Other people are, though, and the AMPS <laughs> program helps them do their jobs. AMPS.FreeTalkLive.com. Help advertise, market, promote, and support the show. That's AMPS.FreeTalkLive.com. It only takes five bucks per month. That gets you in. And you get a number of cool little features, like there's an AMP-only Facebook group, and there's an AMP-only version of the podcast. But really, the reason you should join is because you like the show and you want to help show your support. So thank you so much, Dennis, who's a platinum-level amplifier, which means that Dennis is giving... $25 per month to the AMPS program. It doesn't, all it takes is five bucks per month, though. Dennis is just going above and beyond. And thank you so much for that, Dennis. Thank you. But let's go to the phones. We have everyone's favorite caller, Sarah, on the line from New Mexico. Sarah, My favorite. are you going to wish death upon innocent people again tonight? Well, uh, no, not, not really, but. Well, that's why, good. Why, why, I'm, have you changed your mind from, from what you said last night? Well, no. I mean, there's going to be always problems in life, but the the real criminals that murder people, if they're afraid, that will keep people from um, murdering people. Has that worked yet? So the murder rate, we probably killed at the most maybe 20, 30 people. Who's we? we Sarah? I haven't killed anyone. No, but I mean... You and Richard? So now... But anyways, are you the Zodiac I, killer? No, but I want to know why am I why am I a celebrity? Why am I everyone's favorite? I don't know. When did I become such a? You have like, fans, oh, honestly. Yeah, honestly, you do. You're not on YouTube. You're not on the internet, so you don't see it. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you do. You have fans on the YouTube and the Twitch chats in particular. I the mean, people who comment, they say that we are not nice to Sarah. We need to give Sarah a chance. And whenever you call, they go, "Yay, Sarah! Sarah is the best." They look forward to your calls. They absolutely do. But Sarah, I, I just want to back up this whole conversation again to to this murder thing that we're talking about, right? Because you said this last night, and I I just want to make everyone abundantly clear. I want to make sure there's no confusion whatsoever. You acknowledge that that innocent people are wrongfully convicted occasionally, right? Right, right. But the, and if you but have a death the, penalty, yeah, then right, some people are right. going to be wrongfully put to death sometimes, right? Right, and the argument is that a lot of the minorities, like the African-Americans, kind of get executed more innocently and that's a really you know it's uh it's a really bad thing but but you're okay with this happening if it somehow can prevent someone else from you're okay with these innocent people being killed as long as we also kill some actual murderers Right. That's, that's, that's good that's God. Crazy. I can't wow. believe you said right wow. to that. That is the definition of a psychopath. Psychopaths don't care who gets hurt that doesn't deserve it as long as they get their way. 
And in Sarah's world, the type of person that deserves to die is like someone who speeds or smokes cigarettes in public. I was going to say, the only time I really enjoy listening to Sarah is when I'm drag drag racing to the streets while smoking menthols. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair to Sarah on this point, the, the if I'm if I remember correctly, the only reason you say right to that is because you believe that some portion of people out there will not commit the act of murder because they're afraid of being put to death. Is that correct? That's correct. I mean, they raped and murder a 10-year-old Martinez girl. That guy, he says, I want my lighter sentence because I did. I was wearing ankle bracelet for a, a year. He would have gotten the death penalty. In fact, the last guy that we uh, executed was um, a girl that raped and killed a 9-year-old girl 30 years ago. But he was the one that got picked out. So this guy um, has no remorse at all. You know, he wants to be, get lighter sentence. He would not have even done this if there was a thought that he could have gotten executed. Now all he's going to do is life in prison. Well, you know, wait, it would have been that, better if none of this happened and there was a thought in his mind that he might get executed because that nine-year-old girl was holding a, a gun. I mean, was this guy apathetic to the ideas of a civil society that if you kill someone, especially a kid, that there would be retaliatory action against you? Because this is yep. absurd. <laughs> You know, to think that uh, no, someone bit, would commit no, such a crime. Fair, we had a we had a death penalty. He would have thought twice about it. If he raped and killed a ten year old girl, um, he would have been. He could have been executed. He could be the one lucky one. I don't that think that out. most people who are at the level of psychopath, where they're going to rape and kill a nine year old girl, I don't think that they're thinking. What could be the worst I'll get in prison for this? Like, what? how many years or could I do life for this? I think that they're completely past that. They're out of society. They're not thinking in the way that Sarah thinks. They're not thinking in the way that I am thinking. They're just completely out of their minds, and they really don't care what could happen to them. They obviously hate themselves. But anyway, I, I called in today about my thing is that I'm actually quite surprised that APD called me back. Who? And they, they're actually the Albuquerque Police Department, okay. APD. Okay. Okay, they actually told me that they're working with attorneys to write up a city bill that supersedes the state statute. Why would they which, Why would they call you on this? You a, you a rep? No. No, because I'm the one that, I'm, I am the one that requested these speeding cameras put on the state highways going through our city. Because so, right now the state statute do not include these words, the language. So you want so I call the, you want the city police to to override the law that says they can't do a thing. Is that is that right? Well, it's not that they can't do a thing. It's missing the word uh, automated speed enforcement. Okay, see, so well, I live in a like world where if the ago. government is not told that they can do something, then ipso facto it means that they cannot do something. That's the world I live in. Right. Where if the, gov- the Constitution okay. doesn't say the government can do X, then it's understood that the government cannot do X. Okay, but see, the thing is that our cities can over- write an amendment that can supersede and override the state statute because we need that. That, that See, that um, can't happen here in New Hampshire. New Hampshire is what they call a home rule state, which means that cities can only do what the state government has authorized them to do. Right, because you're a... But, in our state, the city has more right over the state, as we can see. Okay, if how's that working out? It, well, we're, well, you know what? I've been working on this for fifteen years. 
They finally, yeah. they're finally calling back, and they say they're going <laughs> to make the took them 15 years, man. Jeez. <laughs> 15 years to do it. You know what? But you know what? If you believe in something, you'll spend your whole life fighting it, and it's not a waste. You remind me of Angie like, Dufresne and Shawshank okay. Redemption writing all of those le- weekly letters to Congress to get the, <laughs> to get the, to library, get the library upgraded. And then, then finally it happened, right? Sarah, where, so, where are you located? Arizona, right? Uh, no, Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Albuquerque, Sarah, New Mexico. I hope, to, hope I can see you on the road, but very split second going very fast, speeding through red lights, smoking menthols, okay? Sarah, thank you so much for the call tonight. I, I admire the diligence. She's not wrong on that note. You know, the, the squeaky wheel gets the grease as they say and you know yeah. persistence does pay off i wish that it was paying off for liberty and not authoritarianism it is free talk live Free Talk Live, and you're invited to join us, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Aria. It's Bonnie. And Joa. And the the video chats are always blowing up for some reason, especially YouTube. Man, we have so many people chatting on YouTube, and I don't understand it. We put <laughs> the least amount of effort into streaming to YouTube. Like, it's literally just there because... Because it's only a click of a button. And if it's ever more than a click of a button, we go, well, screw it. We're not streaming to YouTube anymore. <laughs> because this has happened. YouTube has changed their their back their back end streaming thing so much where we're like, we we're gonna have to go in nightly and update everything in order to continue streaming to YouTube. And we went, no, screw it, we're just gonna stop. Yeah. And we did, because it wasn't worth it. So check us out on our Odyssey channel. That that one we actually do care about. You can find it at video.freetalklive.com. That's where we're actually putting in our effort because there we don't have to worry about being censored. We can say whatever we want and we don't have to worry about Facebook coming along or YouTube coming along and say, hey, look, uh, yeah, no, this is medical misinformation. You can't say this. Or you're, you can't say this about the election being stolen or whatever. And you know, I don't necessarily think the election was any more fraudulent than any other, but <laughs> you're not allowed to say that, right? I can't imagine something run by, ostensibly, Jeremy Kaufman coming and telling me, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. Anyone who knows Jeremy Kaufman will know exactly why that seems so far-fetched as well. <laughs> Video.freetalklive will take you directly to our channel. That's video.freetalklive.com. So we're talking now about Nebraska and Facebook and how Facebook gave a girl's uh, direct messages, her private messages, to uh, law enforcement. And this isn't surprising. Facebook has been doing this sort of thing for a long time. Like This is why you don't discuss drug trades on Facebook or whatever it is people are doing out there that they don't want the government to know about because it's illegal rather than just because they want their privacy don't discuss anything illegal on facebook messenger i, I would say just don't discuss anything on facebook because just don't it have sucks. A facebook, yeah i find facebook useful i mean it, it comes to the question of you know yes we can be purists you know in our monastery talking to each other and completely segregated off from the rest of the world or we can be out there in the streets. We've been able to communicate easily without Facebook. I think that Facebook is just the worst. Like, I think that 
Twitter is that's where I draw a beca- line. That's only because of Matrix, though. And and it was a huge fight after the raids of in March last year yes. to get any of mm-hmm. the keen libertarians to You're stop right. using Telegram so that I could freaking communicate with them. Right. So I mean, it's been a long road to create this situation where you and I can actually communicate. I just mean, even to a normie, Facebook sucks. Facebook is so lame. That's mainly what I'm saying. Facebook is terrible. You're it's right. I mean, like, it's the worst of these social media platforms. So it's not because of censorship or anything like that. It's, it's where boomers go. Like, it's it's uh, so lame. It's so filled with boomer crap that I feel yeah. like even if I was posting like great content there every day, it wouldn't be really reaching anyone because it's just people on there who want to post a meme about boomer crap. You know, it's just it, they just suck. But that's but I agree with you on like Twitter. Like there are so many purists who like will not have a Twitter, but I I I uh, interact with the most people on Twitter. Like, I, well, I make a post and the most people see it. Like, it lets you see, and my posts can reach like ten thousand people sometimes. That's never, ever, ever, ever going to happen on Matrix, the echo chamber, <laughs> like ever. No, I, mean, I, I get that, but like, see, I don't know. Like, I I can't. I don't have an excuse for Twitter. Okay, I just I don't really like Twitter. I don't like any social media other than just like chats and direct contact with people that I know in real life. If I don't know you in real life, I'm probably not talking to you. That's just how it goes. So, I mean, that's that's my say on it. I think all social media is trash. I think people are getting tired of uh, video shorts on uh, TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Like, I'm uh, so tired of that. It's like our attention spans are down to split seconds, not two seconds, okay? Yeah, but um, at least you're doing something to try to change the world outside of just your life. Because I just think that people who see a problem... See a problem with the world, with police, with government, and they just want to retreat and they act like they're better than me for having a Twitter, like, suck. But at least you, you make YouTube and Odyssey videos, maybe not YouTube anymore, but... And well, you go I, d- I do YouTube, do but uh, I am doing, like, uh, what Free Keen has done, and it's like, warning, this video hmm. is, uh, is... Not complete. You know, it's not complete, and you can see us on Odyssey. That's good. And I- I'm trying to do that. I'm not doing it the same way, but... Um, yeah, I mean, that's a good tactic. Yeah, and I just, I I'm mean, just trying to be a man of principle are... in general. Like, where I'm spending my dollars, uh, to how, how I'm, uh, what kind of dollar, or wait, wait, I stopped saying <laughs> the word dollars. What kind of value I'm getting in return, uh, from some sort of trade or barter, uh, or service, you know? So that's like, I'm trying to practice on, on every whim. It's not just like Facebook, you know? I'm certainly, I, I certainly miss Facebook Marketplace. Because I feel like it is still uh, like a really localized way of trading things, uh, but it requires you to have a Facebook account. I don't mm. want a Facebook account. Can't we just have a marketplace like Craigslist, but like Facebook-ish? I don't know how we could do it. But I mean, Craigslist exists, right? That is a thing. But for whatever reason, the market in New Hampshire has decided that Craigslist is not going to be where they sell things. I don't know why that is, but if you want to sell, weird, you're right. if you want to sell things or buy things, don't even bother looking at New Hampshire no, Craigslist no. org or whatever the URL no, is. No, if you're gonna go on Craigslist, or this is what I do, is I go on Craigslist uh, every once in a while, maybe like every other week, and I I hit the uh, I go on the for sale and I hit the uh, OK, uh, cryptocurrency OK, and I I see all the listings on the for sale that take cryptocurrency. That's the only time I go I didn't on even Craigslist. Know that option was on there. Yep. See, that's because I've been in New Hampshire for like five years-ish now, though, and there's nothing on sale on Craigslist. Maybe because people use, people actually use FreeCycle here. They Um, do? We've gotten... Oh, I have checked that. Like our crap 
couches and stuff like that taken away uh, for when you for say that crap couches cycle. do you mean the ones that were like out on the porch yes forever? I told Ian like nobody is going <laughs> to take that away you need to just throw it away a spider probably lives in it or a spider nest is probably in it and nobody wants a couch that's been outside on your front porch that isn't not an outdoor couch for years and people came <laughs> and loaded it up in their truck and took it away that's character well, it's, it's, free, it's a free couch right they can get it reupholstered they can kill spiders or yeah. whatever I mean, it. And at least they know that, you know, it hasn't, I don't know, had animals peeing on it this entire time or whatever. It's been in the right? sunlight, it's, right? It's yeah. disinfected. Been, a, been out there in the open air, getting <laughs> fresh air. So tell us more about Facebook and what they're doing um, with law enforcement. Because again, I find, I find value in Facebook and what Facebook has to offer me. And I understand that, you know, I am Facebook's product and that's true in a lot of cases hmm. as well. But the question isn't, you know, oh, God, Facebook is evil. How do you Facebook? Well, I, I get value out of using Facebook. And you know how to use it. Like you wouldn't uh, put, I'm going to another state to have an abortion into a DM. So I absolutely <laughs> yeah. would. I, I, I wish. <laughs> Maybe you should. I, send it to all your friends. <laughs> I wish now that like every time for the last month that I went to like Boston, I was like, all right, guys, I'm off to Massachusetts to get my weekly abortion or something like that. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I Oh, in I shouldn't be laughing about abortion. It's horrible. In hindsight, <laughs> I, that's why it's funny, though. I know. <laughs> I can't stop laughing. In well, hindsight, I wish I had done that. And, you know, I'm going to do that in the future. All right, guys. I'm, like, I'm going to New York next month for a concert, so I can't wait to post all over Facebook. All right, guys. I'm in New York for my abortion. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not like illegal in New Hampshire yet. That's the only problem. Uh, Maybe if they make it illegal. I, I'm, well, I'm off for my third term abortion. That's illegal. Oh, okay. You got to wait uh, eight months in between each time you do it, though. I'm about, I'm all about that fourth term. Okay. Here. So <laughs> this article on Forbes... Facebook gave Nebraska cops a teen's, a teen's DMs, which are direct messages. They used them to prosecute her for having an abortion. A Nebraska teenager is facing criminal charges alleging she aborted a fetus in violation of state law after authorities obtained her Facebook messages using a search warrant. 17-year-old Celeste Burgess, who is being tried as an adult with her mother, Jessica Burgess, is awaiting trial in Madison County District Court on charges that they broke a Nebraska law banning abortions after 20 weeks. How is it possible that you can break a Nebraska law by leaving Nebraska and not being there right. and doing anything? 603-283-6160 if you can answer that question. It is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, and we're out of time to take calls for tonight, but you can still hang out with us on our social media server at social.freetalklive.com. Again, that's social.freetalklive.com. That's where you can hang out if you're sick of the big tech censorship that we were talking about a little while ago. We don't do that on our social media server. You can say whatever you want, and generally, we don't care. Uh, Someone reported someone to us recently for advocating violence or something like that, and we looked into it, and it wasn't our servers. Not our server, not our problem. Mm. It's it's amazing to me how many people are eager to report one another on Matrix and um, on Mastodon in general. And this isn't something that we have any control over. Um, 
you if you report someone on another server for whatever reason that that user associates with our server or whatever, we get the opportunity to ban them. Is this instead of just clicking the block button, people just click the block button. I know it's so easy. There's a really annoying guy. I won't even say who on uh, the Matrix thing, and everybody complains about how dumb and annoying he is. A guy that used to live in Keen and then left, and I just blocked him. That's the end of it for me. But now now I have to see I like Chris okay, Wade. Yeah, I had to think about who you were talking about for a minute. I was like, I still have to see Wendy like or whatever. But no. no, it was no. I have to see Chris Wade complaining about him or arguing <laughs> with him, just Chris Wade's side. And I always just tell Chris, well, I used to. I always just used to be like, just block him, and he never would. And then one day he was like, I blocked him. Look, uh, I just thought about it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, not, you can block it like out, that. just like leaving it out of your conscious and just like you see it and just go on. That's I mean, not really possible for me. That's what I do every time I see Mr. Penguin posting. It says I because he, he'll post like 18,000 things in a row. Like these oh, yeah. like for Ian's hearing, uh, I think it was Ian's hearing. I don't remember exactly what it was. Um, it, it was some hearing with the Crypto 6 and it was this massive wall of text to convey what should have been like two sentences at the moment. <laughs> like the actual meaning of the statement was that hey there's a hearing here at 9:30 or whatever it was completely lost yeah in the wall of text preceding and following it mm. so i mean i i've learned over time to to analyze his messages for the important things but that's a very small fraction of what mr yeah, those small details posts. should be like <laughs> like separated from everything else yeah. yes and and unfortunately you know matrix and these other chat places they, they don't really give us the tools to do that the best you can really do is to block someone if you don't like what they're saying and carry on with your life and that's what i would recommend people do that's yeah. always been the way that we chose to handle things on free talk live but you know some people like that but then to people them, will be like, enough. oh, you blocked him? You don't like free speech? Well, you know what? It's my YouTube channel, and I can block whoever I want. And like, if you don't like it, I'm making you leave, because <laughs> I don't want to hear, yeah. hear it. They, they don't have to go to your YouTube channel. That's No, they don't have to. Like, I'm a admin in Mark Edge's free, Freedom Kingdom on uh, The Matrix, and if I just tell them, like, if, if they're annoying Mark, I'm going to block them. And if Mar- Mark says, off with their heads, I block them. <laughs> Jeez. See, Mark doesn't care though. Mark's not the free speech absolutist, right? <laughs> so I, I, I can see Mark doing that. But I mean, at one point, Mark, I, I don't want to say he prohibited me from using the Free Talk Live social media, but he, he wanted to restrict what I could and couldn't post because mm. um, mm. I was posting a lot of memes about dead cops, oh. and they, they were hilarious. <laughs> I mean, you mean good cops? Yes. <laughs> I think that was literally the meme that I posted was something to that effect. And, you know, you could look at the stats and see that this one meme that I posted got like 20 times the traffic and the reach that anything else that had been posted on the Free Talk Live Facebook group in the last five years or whatever had gotten. But man, did it make people upset. Yeah. <laughs> and I handled that in the way that you would expect by, f- by throwing fuel on the fire and making things substantially worse. I even posted to there at one point, don't worry, guys, Aria has been verbally reprimanded and this will never happen again. And then I signed it off, Aria, right? Like making it clear that I was making fun of their their boomerish desire to see me banned from Free Talk Live or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, guys. We we fired Aria, signed Aria. <laughs> and and they, they believed it and it didn't make oh things any better, but it, it was hilarious to me. I got a, I got a, that was the important thing. I got a YouTube strike uh, last week 
Um, it's just crazy because uh, I I went on I did a OBS which is live streaming and I was showing off videos that were coming out of Boston and the reason why Boston was because of the Fraternal Order of Police this was a few weeks ago it was like maybe a couple months ago uh, and uh, the Fraternal Order of Police president uh, he was I want to say it I'm going to say the same thing that I said on my channel he was raping children for 15 years. Hmm. We and they about all yeah, knew about we, we it. Yeah, about we brought, this, yeah. I brought it up. Oh. I brought it up uh, a few months ago. But I got a strike on my channel for that. I'm like, look, I'm just, I'm just regurgitating what they said. And maybe because <laughs> I said it like, he's raping children for 15 years. That's why they gave me a strike. Wow. I mean, they might give you a strike for that, for saying that too. Dude, we do a topless shows every Tuesday night where I sit there topless in front of the camera. I mean, we, we, yeah. don't, we don't care. We, we, we legit don't care. Yeah. They're going to do what they're going to do, and we're going to do what we're going to do. And if they kick us off, that's fine. We've been expecting it. So, yeah. Well, I don't really, uh, I don't invest into YouTube as much as I used to, um, but I try to focus on Odyssey. But one of our YouTube chatters did suggest that this person, I don't remember her name now, uh, she was in fact still within Nebraska when mm. she had this abortion at 23 weeks. She took some some sort of pills to, I don't know, some abortion pills or something. I thought at 23 weeks you were pretty pregnant at that point and that you had to actually go get 20. a procedure done. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. I see. It says they broke the law banning abortions after 20 weeks. So let's see. It says this marks one of the first instances of a person's Facebook activity being used to incriminate her in a state where abortion access is restricted. A scenario that has remained largely hypothetical in the weeks following the U.S. Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. Well, it didn't take long for this hypothetical possibility to become a reality, did and it? how hypothetical is it when this happens concerning other crimes all the time? Who thought that it would just never be applied to this crime? Yeah. Quote unquote crime. Th there is surprise. On, wow, this was only hypothetical for l last week. <laughs> but dude, it's been a whole week. I mean, come on. Like they, they they just got the authority to do this sort of nonsense, yeah. and they're already doing it. I, I don't like how this this article acted like, hey, this is only... I can't believe this is happening. It was only hypothetical. Oh, this no, is actually... This was right on cue. This is actually interesting, too. It says... Nebraska currently outlaws abortions beyond 20 weeks. On Monday, Republican lawmakers in the state failed to secure enough votes to decrease that window to 12 weeks. So that's kind of like the Kansas thing. Mm. You would think Nebraska, if they were so anti-abortion, they'd be able to outlaw them, period, you know? But it well, some Kansas, states have but... done this. And, you know, I can't get pregnant, obviously, and I don't know a whole lot about pregnancy, but what I have learned from the, some, the females that I've known over the years is that in a lot of these cases, like six weeks, seven weeks, eight weeks, they have no idea they're even pregnant. Hmm. And a lot of people who don't get periods don't understand this, but your period generally doesn't come on the dot every right. four weeks or whatever. Yeah, my, mine never has until unless I was on birth control. Then it does because it's artificially started on the day that you start taking a certain pill. Oh, yeah. Th there is hope for you, though. Bill Gates got pregnant. Bill Gates got pregnant? Yeah. You didn't see that? <laughs> No, they they added the man emoji. Oh yeah, uh, a, pre a pregnant man emoji, and did, everyone and it said it looked like, like Bill Gates. I forgot. I was like, wait, is that true? Yeah. It's funny. I, Look it up because you'll right, see, you'll see all the memes. It's gonna. It's hilarious. I have been refusing to update my iPhone for a long time because I don't want it searching my iPhone for quote unquote child uh, abuse images. Well, I don't to be fair, that. you don't want it scans everything. You don't it's want like, Apple to go through your phone. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't <laughs> that's their reason. I just want to be clear. Yeah. 
Yeah. I hope I can vouch for you that you don't have any of that. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. But I haven't been updating my phone because I don't want Apple going through my phone. And so, therefore, I can't see a bunch of emojis. Like, there's a melting face emoji apparently now. I can't see that really? one. Every time someone sends me a certain emoji that's new, it'll just come up on my phone like an X, like when I had a galaxy and I couldn't see people's emojis. What I don't like is it... Um I don't know if it's just my phone or what, but like now it's like choose the skin color every time. I'm like, I oh, just annoying. keep it yellow because it's the whole world's a cartoon at this That's point. That's weird. <laughs> mine, I have to hold it down, but I have an iPhone. But See, I use Android. I just don't use a lot of emojis, right? I, I use the keyboard. I turned off the emoji bar. Like, oh, okay. I, I will do colon parentheses if I if I need to express that I'm joyous or whatever. Mm. Mine, I just use them for so many different things. Like they completely spice up everything I write. I feel because they just express things so well. I don't know who curated some emojis. Some of them express things better than any words could. Mm, or in the case, or if I do actually want to use emojis, because I do use them on Discord and some other places fairly often, I just you know type colon sob colon. Instead of going and hitting the sob emoji, I just you know basically enter the command to send oh. the right. emoji. Right, right, right. To right, me, right. that's easier, then I don't have to deal with skin color or yes, whatever. Yes. So. Yeah. I don't know, we are out of time for tonight. Shoot me some emoji messages over on our social media server. I'm assuming it supports don't, that. Don't I use don't... words. Just use emojis. Yes. I, w- I want to have to interpret it like his <laughs> Egyptian hieroglyphs. <laughs> nice. That's at social.freetalklive.com. Social.freetalklive.com.